I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Rebel Radio is brought to you by Finn.com. Finn has been saving me hours and hours since I started using it by taking care of the tasks that I don't need to do myself. Uh, leaves me more time to build my business, hang out with my family, try to get a hobby or something going. I don't know. I use it to make dinner reservations, travel plans. Um, I even have them do research on, on my guests here for Rebel Radio. It's a great service. They know my preferences. Uh, you can have them make calls. I don't know. I, I don't know who you need to call, but you could have them make calls for you. You could have them pay your bills. They're going to use your money, not you know, don't don't get the wrong idea. But what I love about Finn is that um, it's always it's always available, and you can hit them any way you like. You can call them on the phone, email them, use the website. There's a mobile app, super easy, and get stuff taken care of that you don't need to be worrying about yourself. Just for listening to Rebel Radio, I'm gonna hook you up. Go to finn.com/rebel. You can try Finn for free. That's finn.com/rebel. Hey guys, Anastasia Ashley here, and you're listening to Rebel Radio. Fuck you, Josh. What's up? This is Rebel Radio. What up, what up? This is DJ Newmark. This is Peanut Butter Wolf. It's your boy. It's okay. Keep checking out Rebel Radio. Rebel Radio. This is Rebel Radio. We're in the place right here. Uh -huh. Rebel Radio is going down. What did you say? Rebel Radio? Oh, wait. Let's do it again. Re Re Rebel Radio. Check it out, y'all. You're back with the number one show in the area. Rebel Radio is the weekly show where I talk to the rebels who are shaping youth culture. We find out how they do it, why they do it, and what you can do to get a little piece of the pie for yourself. We're also the only show to bring you new music every week from our friends over at EDM.com. And this week, we're back at the Collision Conference, and I'm talking to Anastasia Ashley. You might know her as a pro surfer. Uh, she's a model, she's a social influencer, she's built a huge following online, she's working with brands, and we just catch up uh, pretty quickly, short interview on the floor at Collision. If you're not familiar with the Collision Conference, you definitely want to get out there next year. It's going to Toronto, I think it's in May. Um, I had a great time there, they were they were uh, super helpful to me, and, and uh, 
uh, saw some great speakers, met some great people. I can't recommend it highly enough. Anastasia Ashley is going to give us a few minutes of insights into what it was like growing up as a pro athlete, uh, how she started working with brands and, and how she thinks about that, and, uh, and how she knew it was kind of time to shift gears in her career. Good stuff coming up right after our EDM.com track of the week. with Louis Vuitton. Uh, you might know the Gucci gang. You might know about Versace. Now you got Louis Vuitton. Our EDM.com track of the week. Get over to EDM.com. Check out more new music. And let's get into our interview with Anastasia Ashley. This is Louis Vuitton. I just run by and go home. I just run by and go home. Yeah, of course. I'm so, I'm excited to talk to you. I've been hearing about you from Justin and seeing bits and pieces online. Um, but it seems like you have an amazing story. Yeah. So uh, let's find out about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, my backstory is I've been a professional surfer for over 20-something years, pretty much my whole life. And crazy. I started surfing when I was five. Um, shortly then after competing, Yeah. I traveled all around the world. Um, it was my life. I lived, breathed, slept it wholehearted it and um, yeah and then uh, you know I I competed I did um, big wave stuff I did a, a mixture of all types of things in the sport and yeah and then to bring me to where I'm at now and what I do is um, I've always you know produced videos and photos and that was always part of my sure. sponsorship deals per se, and um, now, in the last couple of years, I've got to do that, um, which has been really excited, just for my own platforms, um, which is really fun, because when I started out competing and stuff, it was, you were doing it for sponsors, and there wasn't really um, a place to put it, necessarily, right. being a surf video that, like, only some people maybe saw. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so it's been a really fun ride, and... Uh, transition to what I do now from what I started out doing so well first of all what what brings you to collision I know you you've spoken at web summit and yeah and no so um, why, why why do you want to come to stuff like this yeah I think it's fun I mean uh, why not right okay <laughs> that's my that's my theory um, yeah I mean like I love um, sharing my experiences with people and and also connecting with really interesting and different people from different walks of life and okay. 
and um, you know a lot of the stuff I do now is in the internet and tech and it's very um, helpful to what I do now so sure. it's 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 a great place to come and see and uh, you know obviously I'm a little geeky too so are you? I don't <laughs> yeah. know if that's obvious yeah my uh, inner geek comes out when you see uh, little robots uh, going around you so okay yeah did you see the suitcase that follows you I have not seen that yet but I am gonna I saw go it find on, it I saw it on like a Facebook ad like two weeks ago and now I saw it running around here oh I love that so it's like it's just you'll see it it's, I guess it's a suitcase but it looks like a, it's almost like a BB-8 like it's just these big wheels yeah and I guess it follows your app or whatever. So you that's don't have awesome. To like yeah. It's well, crazy. I'm gonna go find that. That's gonna be people are gonna be following over those in the airport. Yeah, so. yeah. I can't um, wait. You're like on a bird scooter with your suitcase following, following you. Following you, yeah. Um, okay, let's go back to the beginning. I know you, you said you started surfing at five, competing at six, which is crazy. I have an eight-year-old. Yeah. And like, I'm worried that we've already missed our our opportunity. I've talked to, um, I spent some time with like professional race car drivers. Same thing. They said like those kids start at five on the, on the go-karts. Yeah. Um, okay. This question always tells me a lot about a person. So do you remember the first record you ever bought? <laughs> Yeah, I do. Now, do I want to admit it? Are you going to tell it? me what it is? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the order of okay. which I bought, but actually there's two. Well, no, actually the first one I do remember, Fuji's. Oh, that's a good That's Yeah, that's I had a great start. music the taste score? there. The score? Yeah, it's amazing. second one that I remember but this is why it's weird because that one stands out and then my other favorite one was the first Britney Spears album okay I get it yeah you know kids that's yeah. how it goes so okay but Britney Spears was my first concert I ever went to I, I and it, it was one of her uh, like first shows she did before she was like a superstar I never saw her but I'm sure she puts on a good show yeah she was great yeah Sure. Um, okay, so so you're you're a kid growing up um, surfing. At, at what point do you realize that that's your career? Yeah, for me, I I realized it really right away. Actually, like I, it was my career before I was paid to do it. Sure. It was um, ingrained in me. I I was very much so. I was always athletic, but I was never really good in other sports. Yeah. So what else did you play? I tried every sport. I did soccer. I did softball. I did, um, you know, I was a big swimmer. I was good at swimming. Anything in the water, I was good at. Um, yeah. But yeah, all the other stuff, basketball. I mean, I I tried it all. You name it. And um, tennis. And um, yeah, and then I didn't really have that natural click. And with surfing, I did. And then I realized like right away that I was like 
very talented, very young, and that nice. I could, you know, do this. But I also had a lot of people telling me, too, from a very young age that, like, you're going to be the next big thing, you know, so right. you need to focus your time on this. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and was there a, was there a first kind of break? Um, like a big break? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that can be a double, oh, right, right, right. first break, you know, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was actually when I was about nine, um, Obviously, I had, like, done really well in events and stuff, too. But when I was about nine, I made the finals in the National Amateur Championships, which the age was open for mm -hmm. women. It was a lot of people in high school were saying I was nine. And I beat a lot of people who were, like, 16 to 18 to 20 years old or whatever. And, yeah. um, and that was, like, the first time that uh, I got recognition on a big scale level because I was in all the surf magazines and all the publications were back in the day magazines uh -huh. um, and uh, that was like the big like kind of big break moment for me and um, yeah and that's kind of what so how does that up. how does that change the game for you from then or yeah like yeah then to, to after right what? yeah like I think that was the the first time after that I got um, sponsors that were giving me not money like not like a salary but they were paying me then to travel right and that was like when I was like nine ten years old so that was a really big deal if someone wanted to give you a I mean, it's still a big deal if someone wants to give me a free trip now I'm like great sure. yeah yeah but when you're ten like yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's cool is that is that a um, is that a good way to grow up? Um, it's not really a fair question, but no. I mean, I think it's an interesting question because I think a lot of people, and I don't have children yet, so it'll be interesting when I do have my own kids to see how I'll be with them with their passions or sports or sure. school or whatever. But. Um, you know, a lot of my friends, myself included, that are professional athletes, um, more or less, like, it's it's a very hard childhood because yeah. you don't really have the free time to play with your friends or do event, like, different sure. things. Like, I, um, for me, like, I miss a lot of birthdays, a lot of um, schooling events a lot of school like yeah. I missed a lot of school like I um, you know a lot of sleepovers at the time which was like a really big deal for me yeah, yeah, growing course. up like yeah. you know missing the sleepover because um, all my weekends were taken basically so sure. yeah I mean it's 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 uh, you know I'm very thankful that I was able to work really hard as a child into my teens so that I could have a really fun 20s now into my 30s yeah but, um, but yeah, no, it's interesting because a lot of other professional athletes I talk to, and I'm sure you as well, like, you hear, though, like, the, you know, your time as a sure. kid is very, it's a, it's, it's a hard, I wouldn't say a bad or a good way, it's just a challenging way to grow up. I mean, I think, like, consistently on this show, the, the thing that comes up, I just, I just talked to Jillionaire from Major Lazer yeah. this morning. And it's like everybody says the same thing is that, 
being successful in anything is just work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And it's more work than probably most people are willing to do or yeah. realize. Right, right. Um, yeah, obviously it's different when you're a kid. Yeah. But, but that's kind of what it is, right? It's yeah. Hard. Well, I kind of think it's like, you know, I think even my friends that are successful or becoming successful now, it's like they put in their work in their whole teens and 20s right. where I, I did sure. the kind of groundwork like as a young kid which was partly because of my parents you know pushing me to, or keeping me in line uh -huh. um, which is an interesting subject too because I think a lot of people are pushed but I also believe in that Yeah. because you know even again I don't have kids yet but I, I know I've been around kids kids are all over the place you sure. know so it's like I think you have to have um someone or something um keeping you kind of in line because i think it could you you know i even now i need someone who's not a parent but i yeah. need someone to keep my focus otherwise right. i can be all over the place too sure so i know you work with brands sounds like you've been working with brands your whole life yeah pretty much. um and i've seen i saw the samsung stuff toyota um there's a cruise line yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're good at that. Yeah, I mean, um, I think for me it comes really natural because you mentioned I've worked with brands like my whole life. Yeah. Like, even, um, like I mentioned, like I was doing essential, like sponsored, I was having sponsorships, um, which would be now like a sponsored partnership. Uh -huh. But back in the day when I was like, you know, seven, years old and doing catalog shoots then and right. you know for brands not necessarily as a model but as like a spokesperson so um yeah it's like it's it's I feel like I've had more or less the same job for like the last 20 years it's just different a little sure. bit now it's online whereas um before it used to be a little more in the real right. world yeah, but yeah. yeah but it's it's yeah so it comes pretty naturally to me Hey, if you're enjoying this one and you like the whole pro athlete theme, we haven't had a lot of athletes on this show, but uh, early on we had the professor. You might know him from the N1 mixtape tour. He's got this great uh, YouTube videos where he's he's Spider-Man. I don't want to spoil it for you, but he's he dresses up in Spider-Man costume and goes and challenges people to basketball, one-on-one uh, -on -one basketball. He had some great stories from his journey if you want to go back in the Rebel Radio archives and check that out on iTunes or SoundCloud. So what's, when, when, you, when you enter into a brand partnership, what is, what are you looking for besides the money? Right. And like, what's the right way for brands to engage? I mean, I think for me, like, I'm a big brand like user like I use so many different brands on sure. a daily basis so like I get excited about working with like random brands that people probably don't think are that cool or that interesting or that fun I also work with tons of brands but I'm like one of those people like I get really excited on um, you know even like these brands even brands that are like flagship you know household brands that have been around for 50 years or yep. that you grew up using um and like for me i guess anything i look for is just i think i just get really excited too that people want to support me in what i do 
and to you know support my career ultimately yeah. and and that's kind of always been the the game for me in a sense because you know having sponsors for me is what allows me to be a professional athlete and even though now I don't compete anymore it still allows me to go on great surf trips and shoot surfing stuff so sure. um yeah really when I look at like I guess a brand partnership it's really like something I get excited about which I get upset about a lot of things but um it's also, a good quality yeah but it also it's fun um you know being able to have creative control yeah. and being able to come up with an idea which that's again like a great thing with working with a brand and especially now with all the influencer stuff is that more than ever they let you come up with your own concept to speak to your audience and speak to what you think people are going to react to which is you know back in the day like when I used to do brand and stuff it was very much so like a commercial where right, right, right. I'd Stick even read yeah I'd literally be reading scripts of words I'd never say so right. now it's pretty awesome because I get to speak in my own words so really it's That's cool. it's having people allowing me to do that yeah um, which is pretty fun what do you think obviously you make a lot of content you have a big following what can brands learn from you about engaging audiences yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think it's really interesting right now because a lot of brands themselves are influential and have, like, followings and, and do a lot of fun stuff. I think, like, I think what they can learn from, I guess, like, someone like myself or me um, would be that, you know, really, I guess catering to like who their audience is or and also like but then also not being too stuck on one thing because I think some people like some brands I, I see this a lot like a lot of um, iconic brands will try to do something that's completely different that my generation or you know like thinks okay that's what that brand's for and this is their voice and then right. they'll try to rebrand themselves as like something completely crazy which is you you don't want to alienate your own sure your your you 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 know you can't like flip the script too much so right. I think that's um, but at the same time you want to do fun things so I think they can um, learn from you know I guess staying true to yourself yeah, so, the, I mean, that's, it's a challenge for a lot of people to be in the public eye, especially now, and it's obviously yeah. changed a lot from when you were a kid. Yeah. Everything you do is out there, whether you want it to be or not. Yeah. And, and um, brands struggle with that, personalities, like, struggle with that. So, how do you, having done this kind of your whole life and been a public figure, I don't know, how, how do you, what do you, how do you keep your your sanity? Yeah, I think I think for me personally, it's always been a thing of um, I'm. You know, I I think there's a whole world out there, and and I get really excited about doing new things, trying new things, and not being too stuck in what I'm doing, um, even though I've done the whole basically the same thing for my whole life but also um, I think 
just being excited and also having like gratitude and being thankful because um, I think a lot of people if you're known for something for years or um, you know a public figure it's very easy to take advantage of that and to, to be non-grateful and so I think having kind of a sense of being grateful and and you know being as you would say like I guess rooted in reality of you know that like myself like I have worked very hard but I am also very blessed to have been able to do that in my life and to accomplish what I've done and also to be where I'm at so I think having that gratitude is really what keeps me yeah. in line that's big tell me about the decision to retire from competition yeah, so for me, like, my decision to, to not compete full-time anymore wasn't necessarily a hard one. Um, I'm a perfectionist, and I'm very hard on myself, and I want to win. And okay. so for me, when I felt like I was showing up to events, not giving it my 100%, and feeling that not feeling about proud about my performance, because even for me, there's a difference of being you know, proud of winning or losing, but you could win an event and, and not be that good right. or not have a great performance. Sure. So, um, you know, I was still doing decently, but my performance wasn't there because I wasn't able to give 100% like I was when I was younger. Um, and so for me, it wasn't that part of a decision to say, you know, I'm not gonna really do events I'm not going to do specific events unless I'm 100% all in. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm not, and for me too, like I haven't said uh, I'm not going to compete anymore. Okay. Is, is that at this time. Right. Till I do my events that I'm going to give 100% to, I'm, I'm going to wait. So as you make that transition and you start focusing on other things, what's a lesson that you learned from surfing that you apply to the rest of life? Yeah, I mean, I think you mentioned it earlier, just, um, you know, it's, things are a lot of work, a lot of hard work, a lot of hours, and I think that's anything in life is time and energy and effort, and I think that definitely surfing in my career and, and um, getting to that level where I was at, like, I know what it took to do that, so anything else I do and my lesson life lesson from that was that you have to keep like you know it's it's never and also too even it's never a once even if you are somewhere that you got to keep working at it because sure. things are always changing and and um yeah so it's just I guess working really hard and giving it your hundred okay yeah so what's the vision where are you, where are you going next yeah, so I mean, I I definitely think about that all the time of like what I'm doing next, what I'm doing this. I'm very content in the now and like okay. what's going on right now, and and I I like that. I mean, I think um, you know I I've been very again fortunate and blessed and had like a lot of fun in the last couple of years, and you know I I'm very happy in the now. What's next is you know what's happening right now okay yeah having um, a good time yeah there's nothing wrong with that yeah okay I have a little lightning round before I let you go okay um 
Tell me one decision that changed your life forever. You know, I don't really have probably just one. Okay. Yeah, it's probably a series series of things, and I, I think, for me, I don't think it was ever necessarily one decision. I'd say a theme was, uh, you know, always, always keep going on and never getting discouraged. Um, probably because and and learning learning to um, you know appreciate my losses and and try to learn from them. So when you say not getting discouraged, is there something you do? Is something you tell yourself? Is there like a trick to that or is it just... No, I think think there's not necessarily a trick to that. It's more for me like just learning that or that knowing that like losing isn't bad. um, That it's you know a bigger picture and that like every every thing whether it be a surfing thing or a business thing winning or losing it's it's all part of the the big picture and it's all part of the journey so um yeah that's great (laughs) yeah so if i if i worked for you what's something i would hear you say over and over Keep trying. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Who would you be most excited to learn as a fan of your work? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would get I would get really excited over. I, I can't really pinpoint like a personality or name, but someone who did completely the opposite of me. Someone that I didn't even know that I'd get excited of someone that I thought that they didn't even know like surfing existed. Uh-huh. So someone completely off okay. from what I do. Um, this is not part of my lightning round, but yeah. but I'm curious. Uh, how do you think the surfing? How do you think the role of surfing has changed in culture since you started? I think I think it's definitely changed. I think surfing the role I think the role of surfing has definitely changed a lot since I've started in the way of it's definitely become more and more of a cultural thing and a lifestyle thing more than ever and I think the internet, social media and also just people sharing their even word to mouth of like how awesome it is to live the surf lifestyle um, has really helped that cause so I think it's changed a lot from going from a you know um, very core uh, very core sport to a fun um, social gathering at the beach that you surf as well as it's a full lifestyle more than a sport, um, sure. which a lot of people would argue that it's going more sport. But I think I I mean from people I talk to, and I I find it really interesting talking to people who never surfed, who are very or surf for the first time or mm-hmm. try it because they're the people 
that I think are changing the surf culture more right. than the core yeah, sure. people because they're the masses more than the core is the small right. inner circle. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite city to travel to? Favorite city to travel to? That's a good question. Um, well, I know you've traveled a lot. I have. I mean, traveling in, for a city, like a real city, New York is a lot of fun. Okay. Um, if I'm going to go beach. What about surf spot? Surf spot, I'm going to say somewhere in Hawaii. Okay. That's good or Bali. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, but if I, because when I hear the word city, I think of Oh, no, I just city. Mean, yeah, any, yeah, yeah, yeah. Destination. Anyway. But I think there's good destinations for everything. Sure. Yeah, different things. Yeah, yeah. What movie have you seen the most in your life? Oh, um, my most watched movie ever. I've seen Cruel Intentions many times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's Great one. movie. Yeah. Who's your favorite DJ? Favorite DJ? Uh, I'll probably have to go with Diplo. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um... Who else do I like? Yeah, this is a Diplo. He's a good one. Yeah. Love it. Um, well, thank you for doing this. It was fun talking to you. Yes, awesome. Um, any, what, what should we be on the lookout for? Look out for uh, hopefully some more fun adventures and, okay. and uh, you know, having a good time. Nice. Yo, that was Anastasia Ashley on Rebel Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. Tell us what you think. Leave us a comment on Twitter, on Facebook. Hit our YouTube page for some videos. And most importantly, come back next week for more Rebel Radio. Peace.